0: You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, they get all changed. Take me out to the bargain game. This is what you're waiting for, yeah. what you waiting for. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Can put it on a boy. Every season, they get all changed. Change. Take me out to the ball This is what you're waiting for, this yeah. is what you waiting for. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Can put it on a boy. Yeah. Every season.
1: All what's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, August 26th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swassie, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe, and with me, as always, Yeah Dog's best friend, Mr. Aldo Soto. You see what's happening with the Cubs, though?
2: Cubs are hot. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> y- yeah. Uh, (laughs) They haven't – they've only lost one time in the past, like, three days. Improvement.
1: Improvement. That is an improvement. And the man patiently waiting over there did not get burnt to a crisp in his four-hour, nine-hole round of golf today in the Vegas heat. (laughs) Mr. K Fitz. What's up, Fitz?
3: I feel like what would happen if SpongeBob was left on the top of your car for four straight days in the sun – Without any kind of liquid whatsoever. I'm I am dry to the bone right now, but unfortunately the, the Cubs modest winning streak did come to an end. But it only means they can start a new streak.
1: What are you yes. talking about? Yeah, I mean, hey.
2: You're have to just hit a game playing three with home run. So
3: the yeah. morale.
1: Oh no, the blend is strong or whatever, never gonna leave or whatever. Oh, oh, that's what I'm here.
2: telling you, yeah. guys. The Cubs are hot.
3: <laughs> um who are they playing? The Rockies?
2: The Rockies.
3: There's nobody at Wrigley Field, by the way. There's right no there. one. Dude, it's monsoon in Chicago. It looks like the pandemic. It looks like the, pandem- looks like the 2021, or 2020 season right now. Though. It is monsoon season in Chicago, today. Fans, at least on the South fans, Side. Cup fans keep picking attendance jokes with the White Sox. No. Yeah. Uh, even though now there's enough video proof this year that there is no such thing as an attendance proof ball club because ain't none of you guys showing up either. So, whoopsie. And, um, yeah, coffee sucks. Oh. So we got
1: a lot to talk about. Uh, White Sox are in the. Well, now they're. Thank God. Towards the end of this brutal run against. You guys are
2: lucky. You guys get the face of the cups.
1: Good teams. I gotta, I'm gotta. going to tell everybody your comment earlier because that had me fucking in tears laughing in our chat earlier today. Um, but we're going to go over the White Sox. Went through a little bit of a dry spell. Seemed like they're coming out of it just a little bit. Uh, the game's live right now because we record live on Wednesday nights, and you can join in on the fun on YouTube. Subscribe to the page. Leave a like. Uh, get in the comments section. Talk to other people watching the show, or on Facebook, or on Twitter. However, you want to do it. Uh, I do have the game on, so if something cool happens, I will be talking about it. Just because we're not professional, and
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> tight game,
1: we, yeah, tight game. We got a lot to talk about though. White Sox offensive struggles. Uh, I do want to talk about Tony Larusa yelling at Sebi Zavala, and apparently, the TV crews in Toronto are obsessed with Larusa, so it was on camera. <laughs> And for some reason, that became a big deal with people.
2: Um, hey, man, Tony moves the needle. He does, I guess his needle
1: hasn't moved in years. but
2: um, <laughs> There is yeah. Let's,
1: uh, and then, you know, we'll talk about the Cubs and the hot team in the NL Central. They're <laughs>
2: going for the sweeps, so. I,
1: though. I know Trevor's story. Oh, they got that Rogers kid. I can't think of another player on the Rockies.
2: Blackman, everyone, White Sox favorite. Oh yeah,
1: he's still there. Peace. If he didn't cost two hundred million dollars, <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess we'll start with the White Sox, like we always do, because that's the team going to the playoffs. Um, oh, thanks, Frank. False uh, break.
2: I know. Come on. That Come is on, that Frank. is just
1: not true, Frank. Um, hold on, I'm pulling it up here because we're all about facts on this show.
2: <laughs> We're going to prove to you that the Sox indeed not suck.
1: Lately they kind of sucked, so it's, <laughs> oh, it's, Come on, it's, so, don't give in. Don't turn so. So we've been saying for weeks leading up to it like this is a huge stretch of games that the White Sox are uh, about to enter here and it's kind of a not really a litmus test because they're not 100% healthy but interesting and let's just say the White Sox picked a really weird time to just completely turtle on the offensive side of things. So we had the Yankee series. We all know the field of dreams game went awesome. And then they, they dropped two really close games uh, to the Yankees. And then Oakland came to town. They won three out of four from Oakland. And that was a great series for the White Sox. Great series for the White Sox. Uh, Five to two, nine to zero, three to two. And then they lost five to four. Good offensive uh you know, and the A's are, by all means, could be a wild card team. They're a good baseball team. And um so they did really well. But then, the, whoo, uh, the Sox went to Tampa Bay. And to steal a meatball old head joke, they must have left their bats in Chicago because. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh.
3: I mean, I couldn't use this one.
1: But thank yeah. you. Thank you. I almost could stand it after that joke. Just left. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> there he is. Oh shit. Um, while you read that novel, I'm gonna recap the Tampa series. Uh, so they won the first game at Tampa Bay in eleven innings. Uh, that's
2: right. I don't I don't think there's a problem here. I
1: don't, I don't think either. I
2: ever said that you have to follow me back.
1: Oh no, you don't have to follow him back. Yeah, I don't think I ever
2: yeah. So they're <laughs> on the same page here, yeah just
3: a communication error we show class in all things so you should be a graceful winner and make sure you do follow the blue check mark because the algorithm doesn't work if you're not following the blue check mark
1: you gotta it's like uh bus you know like uh what do they call it roll off punana like the guys that the guys that hang out with the superstar get all like the superstar gets the 11 and then his crew gets like the sevens and eights that hangs around with the 11.
3: i like to call it the turtle from entourage so, uh, exactly.
1: That's a, you. Literally, just said the same thing I did. Yep. <laughs> you, you, uh, back to the Tampa Bay series. Uh, they won the first game in Tampa, seven to five, in eleven innings. Lost eight to four, then nine to nothing. That game on Sunday was atrocious. Just absolutely one of the worst games about the Sox or Sox games this season. Uh, Monday they lose to Toronto, two to one, in a stupid ass wild pitch from Kimbrel. Um, and that uh, wasn't why I a while. catch
2: the ball, So I'm just kidding. That was a while. <laughs> yeah. I was going to,
1: unless he's fucking stretch
2: Armstrong, he's not I got to say, him. I went back to see that because obviously everybody was freaking out. Kimbrel sucks again. He the pitch, suck. the pitch before that, that should have been strike three as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that the home plate umpire called like a foul tip or something. Um, and I think I, Kevin, I, I think you completely missed it because there was another situation where everyone on the field forgot the rules again. So there was a runner at first, one out. Yeah, was there's weird. a wild pitch, strike three. The catcher or Sebby or Bobichet strikes out swinging. He runs to first base when there's already a first a runner first occupied. base occupied. Yeah. Occupied. Automatic. He's automatically out. The runner could advance, but you you can't do anything. But the home plate umpire calls it like a foul tip or whatever. He's like, all right, get back in the box. Happens again, and then it's another wild pitch, and the same thing happens again. No one knew the rules. The home plate umpire didn't even, like, call him out on strikes. He was waiting for the throw, too. I was like, what the hell is home? This is the year where everyone just forgot the rules. Yep.
1: Fid, you with us? You alive?
3: Uh, uh, Yeah, I know. I just got some really good news from – Some, some, something so I'm, I'm kind of right now I'm actually doing a um, a dance inside right now so sorry oh, about somebody's that. Miss
2: Brian back to the cubs oh.
3: somebody's getting pizza rolls for dinner <laughs> um celebrate with pizza rolls actually now.
2: we yeah. have to we, we have to clip this we have to put like a
3: a, a bubble thought uh, yeah for Kevin while we're, actually if now. you're
1: watching us live right now I'm in the I'm comment section'm
3: I'm, I'm in sure, the comment. That. I'm yeah. sure that, that beer garden Gym will put a penis somewhere there oh, or at least a purple vibrator <laughs> It'll be there. If you're
1: watching us live on Wednesday night in the comment section, put what what news Kevin just heard. Keep yeah.
3: it civilized, but not really. None of it would matter to me, though, because the news that I got seriously just made my day, and there's nothing So put my-
1: Put what you think Ke- the news was that just completely spaced <laughs> Kevin out in the comment section, and we'll read the funny ones. But yes, everybody forgot the world. Gordon Beckham, who this is going to be an extremely unpopular take, Don't mind him in the booth. Actually, he's no Steve Stone. Oh, Jesus, Nathan. Uh, He's no Steve Stone. I knew that people were going to come out firing. Uh, He's no Steve Stone. (laughs) But, yeah, man. I mean, he's been good. I enjoy his insights. I enjoy when he gets caught up in a moment and he acts like he's still in the dugout. Like, on that play that Aldo just described – He's sitting there going like, "Why are you running? Why are you running?" And he's like screaming into. But now he's, like, "Dude, don't yell into your mic."
2: Beckham was like, like well, if one yeah. of us was doing the game." <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like and, you know what? I don't. Obviously, I'm not. There's like a hint of Hawk in there. A little like, like, like a hint because it's like it's like, young, it's like the Hawk. accent, the the accent, the like the random stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I get it. I I think
1: that's warranted. Um. I don't mind it. I mean, it's good in small doses. I couldn't do a whole season of it, <laughs> but I think one well, of the reasons Steve
2: Stone's not getting any younger, though. So, so. <laughs> Frank Thomas did good in the
1: booth, though. They got a lot of people lined up. I mean, if Stone decides to hang him up, um, Stone's going to be back on Friday night for the Cubs series. But like, this is the way I look at it. I think Jason Benetti's so good at his job that it'd be tough to put someone in the booth with him that he doesn't make good.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was with Bill Walton. And like, was that was
1: one, one of the most entertaining baseball games I've ever watched. Start the parade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when Kevin comes back to earth, I want to hear his thoughts on this. Um, there was a play in Toronto where there was – I think it was uh, Vladdy Jr. was up 3-0, and they basically threw him uh, a pitch right down the dick and he hit a double for an RBI. And when the Sox came out that inning, for some weird reason, and Jason Benetti actually pointed it out on the broadcast, for some weird reason, whoa, lightning bolt just hit across the street from me. For some weird reason, uh, the, no, Toronto, no, sorry. The, the Toronto media keeps, like, doing these weird camera angles where they just keep going to Tony. Like, he's just standing there. Somebody tweeted out, Tony looks like his feet always hurt, which I thought was hilarious. But anyways, (laughs) they keep going. It was that
2: that run he made for a break. He hasn't recovered.
1: And (laughs) that's hilarious. Um, But Tony just got in Selby's face, and it was totally about the pitch call. You can read his lips and his body motion and all this stuff. Like, but I'm not trying to be, like, this whole, like, old man yelling at a cloud like this generation soft but the reaction on twitter mainly that i saw from that i've never been more aware of how much of a participation trophy era we live in and it's it doesn't matter what level sports you play your coach is going to yell at you if you fuck up. That's what that's what coaches do. And this
3: is like patty cake, baby.
1: Right, especially at a professional level. Like I'd be more mad if Tony didn't do anything. You know, like if Tony was just like, "Oh, you fucked up, but uh okay, like cool." Like then he just doesn't care. This to me shows me a couple things. One, Tony cares. Two, Tony would – I don't think Tony would put that much effort into a player if he didn't see something in said player. I think he's trying to get the best out of Sebi. I think this is Sevy's going to be um, a better player because of it. And, you know, this whole, like, the way that it was received by – and you're absolutely right, Nathan, in the comments. You know, we're in a day and age where false outrage – is huge and Twitter voices are usually the loudest. And you're absolutely right. And I tell this to Kevin all the time and I got to take my own advice sometimes just because there's four or five people screaming doesn't mean the masses feel that way, but it was just wild to me that even this even became an issue. Like this was even a, a discussion that needed to be had that like the audacity of a coach to yell at a player. They're both grown ass men. The guy fucked up. The guy that you're brought in to tell him he fucked up and fix it was doing just what you asked him to do. And again, I think he sees something in Sebi, and he's going and he's trying to get the best player out of him. Now, Kevin, as a coach, you with me or am I?
3: Bro, I'm gonna. I feel like I, I, I actually, I, I feel like um, late age Jimmy Stewart. The amount of head shakes that was going over here. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with (laughs) you. I, I I think. I mean, we can address both right now. First off, I want to address the 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 second thing you said, which is um, when you're a coach and you are focused or hyper focused on an individual. Generally, that's because you actually give a shit about that individual. It's the kid. It's it, it, when you're the guy that nobody. When when, when if Tony LaRusso is ignoring you, that's you're dead. It's over. You're done. You're done. Collins. Oh.
0: Oh. oh
3: man. Do we have some and, breaking news later? Though, yes, way? we do. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. We got <laughs> to Um The uh, but but you have a guy like if if he's gonna get into somebody's face. It shows Tony La Russa, and look, we talked about this last week. Tony La Russa is starting to up the intensity and the energy level. It started with, with busting his ass out there in the greatest possible T-shirt uh, video picture ever with him sprinting out to go get in somebody's, a player's face for throwing at his guy. Mm-hmm. And it's only ramped up since then, and it's going to continue to ramp up, and it's going to continue to add intensity because this guy knows what it's take, what it takes to win a World Series, multiple World Series, and he understands that finishing the season – on your toes is far better than finishing the season on your heels. And he's going to dig in, and he's going to push buttons, and he's going to get in dude's face now because it's too late in the season to be making these kind of mistakes. At this point, you want a guy in there. He's the guy you, you pardon my language using uh, the or pardon using the uh, you know uh, um, a few good men line. You want Larusa on that wall. You need Larusa on that wall, Ooh, and you have. LaRusa on that wall. Good and call. now he's going to go in there. He gets in CB's face. You know what? Because CB made a mistake. These are big boys. But if he didn't do that, I would think that he was done with CB, but he's not. And when you have everybody on Twitter, again, this is, this is, I'm not going to call it the trophy generation. This is, this is people that just are diametrically going to find some reason to bitch about Tony LaRusa. It's more Tony La Russa derangement syndrome syndrome than it is that I, I wouldn't blame that because I play, I coach tons of intense kids that the minute something happens, they're ready to get in somebody's face and go after it too. And they can handle it. They're not soft as Charmin. I've lit into plenty of kids in my lifetime as a coach and they can handle it. Okay. They're resilient. And, and now these are grown men and grown men handle differently than soft children on twitter and that's the big part of this he got in his face because there was a mistake and there's no excuses for these types of mistakes in a championship team and he know that do you think he's going to make the same mistake again hell no and if he does he grabs some pine but guess what he got through to him because again it's a mistake that you learn from we know that 3-0 counts are no longer gimmies in the league there's it's a right. stupid base pitch if you're throwing a fastball down the cock 3-0 now you're a damn moron OK, and if you're yelling Especially at someone, if you're a superstar freedom.
1: like Vlad Junior or Zach Collins. Apparently everyone has three 0 green lights.
3: Absolutely. Right. And, and everybody, I mean, I mean, German's thing was different because and people are a bit, but German was given a sign to take a pitch for a reason. It's early in the season. Very different situation. But three mm-hmm. green lights. I mean, KB hit a three O double uh, with the Cubs still off the wall. He got shit on by Jason Hayward in the locker room. Why? He was given the green light, he hits a double off the wall, drives in a run get yelled at because there are some guys or some people that believe that a three-oh count is sanctimonious for some reason. It's not a free pitch. It's not, a, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a gimme. If you're not coming out of your shoes on a three-oh fastball down the, you know, down the middle, we have problems. And so he wanted to get through to him on that. He got through to him on that. The problem is, you know, people are like, well, I did it in public. He didn't do it in public. He did it in the dugout, which is the inner sanctum of a baseball team. Do you think that he has time to walk his ass down to the clubhouse to talk privately with every guy that makes a mistake? <laughs> You're an idiot if you think that. He's not as, he doesn't have the steps in his day on his on his little pedometer, and we'll be here all night. Uh, he has to handle it the minute he comes in. It's hot, it's fresh. You get into him, and you know what? I guarantee you, he built him up back in the clubhouse. The stuff you don't see are the hugs and 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 probably the the the, the admiration that he shows him elsewhere you build guys up after you tear them down that's what you do and this is why people don't understand what Tony La Russa does well because they don't know what championship baseball looks like sorry about that not his fault you're seeing it now he's going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and everybody is now on notice bust your ass 100% or you can grab a pipe or you can deal with Tony and nobody wants to deal with hot it's actually
1: oh. a real interesting point yeah i'm going to cut you off so you breathe it's like when I got to take the thing of the bottle away from my kid so we breeze. Um, or the bush <laughs> away, the, the let- right?
2: away from you, though.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> push light. I'm watching <laughs> light. my figure. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Latte. A very interesting point, though, that you made there towards the end was this is championship baseball. Some people in White Sox fandom have never seen this before. You know what I mean? Like, literally, the White Sox haven't had a, a team with championship – I want to walk to a cardboard wall. Uh, <laughs> for, for, with championship, you know, aspirations like this White Sox team, I mean, shit, in years, like almost decades. And some people just don't want it. And it does. It shows – Especially now with Twitter being what it is and everything and everyone has instant reactions. Like the White Sox lose a game nine-nothing in Tampa. And granted, it was a terrible game. Some of the reactions are like this team fucking blows. They're gonna get swept in the first round. And this it's just like, guys, let's let's take a breath. Like, I understand you're angry, but you know, and I'm not telling people how to tweet, I'm not telling people how to be a fan. I'm just saying it might be a little bit more enjoyable.
3: I, I think too a lot of it, and everyone's pissed about Tim, a, Tim Anderson sitting. You know, he's being extra cautious. We talked about this, I think, last week too, the, 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 or maybe it was two weeks ago. The stretch run that was coming was against teams that they might see in the playoffs. A perfect time for Rodon to go take a take a ten day IL. A perfect mm-hmm. time to start doing lineups that you're not going to see. You don't want to overexpose yourself. And Tony LaRussa has underexposed his team. You don't have everyday guys playing every day right now. You're not giving them. Every, you're not showing them the entire arsenal. That's going to benefit the White Sox come playoff time because they're going to be more of an enigma, an enigma than than they would be if they were going after these guys in in, a, in an August series. That really is, you know, obviously you want home field advantage if you can get it, but you know, not at the expense of giving up, you know, some of your secrets and showing your cards too soon and overexposing your players to more tape. I, I think it's it's working out well, and like we said, they're going to ramp up the final three weeks of the season. They're going to push down the stretch. That's the stretch that matters. Mm-hmm. This stuff right now. Get, you know, get, get comfortable, get healthy, get sharp, teach, teach the game to guys. Again, if you want, if CB is going to be the guy in the postseason, he's going to have to know these things. He's not going to have to be, he should not have to be taught these things at that point. So the teaching is going on constantly with especially the younger guys. It's valuable, it's important, and it's necessary for this team to make an actual run in the postseason, again, you go in on your toes. You don't want to go in backing in or on your heels. And he's going to make sure that they're pushing forward, not leaning back through a cornfield naked in the heat. You know, whatever. You know, that run back would never it was an old analogy. But whatever. He's not going to right.
1: make sure. No, I got you.
3: you to take one in the end. He's and going to I mean, make sure blowing through somebody.
1: And that's agreed. And I know people want the best nine out there, all 100. But injuries happen. This is the first season – where these guys remember they only played six games last year like their bodies are in positions where they never been before if TA needs a couple days off give them a fucking couple days off I want this team healthy and ready to go for the playoffs that's all I give a shit about right now They're, they got the division divisions one so the people that tweet like "Oh, Cleveland's coming up on us fuck yourself like <laughs> if you're not doing that ironically to be funny like I don't know what to do I can't help you <laughs> But um, I want – so speaking of health, though, and everything, the news came out on Wednesday that uh, – he had another one?
3: No, just earlier today. Oh. Uh,
1: Rodon – Carlos, Carlos Rodon is going to make his next scheduled start, which is probably going to be Thursday night and the uh, finale against Toronto. Great news. He's been saying the last couple days he feels great, which is awesome. You know? wild that 10 day stint actually worked. Um, and they didn't die. They didn't lose the, the, the division lead while he was gone. So kudos to them for that. Um, they're
2: 27 game lead.
1: Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> dude. It's wild. And then the other news is grandall's Return is imminent. Now we said, uh, last week that birdies were, uh, the Twitter birdies were saying, you know, that they heard from a guy who knows a guy that washes a guy's car that Grandal will be back Friday night for the opener versus the Cubs. Uh it's looking like that's gonna be true, but I mentioned in our the three of us have a chat that's ongoing day, night with fids that's like four in the morning sometimes. But um West
2: Coast time, give him a break. Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's only two o'clock over here. But um <laughs> Or was it six a.m. your time? I'm not sure.
1: And Nathan, hold on. I'm going to finish my thought, Nathan, but I definitely want to get to this this comment because this is something we need to talk about. Um, This is Friday night has the potential to be the first time the White Sox have their full healthy lineup, which is absolutely wild when you think about it. You know, we're late August, but Friday night is the first time I think we're going to see the White Sox playoff lineup. And although in response to that said, well, that's good because for Grandal, he'll still think he's in AAA a because they're playing the Cubs, which <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. I don't care who you are. I have but, to
2: look up the pitching matchups because I, got I swear, I think they're all triple-A
1: the We Cubs. have Friday night, we have Dallas Keuchel versus Thompson. AAA. a uh, Saturday night, we have uh, the big homie Lance Lynn versus Mills.
2: Okay, okay. He's been.
1: And then, and then Sunday night, we have the absolute Mack truck fucking freight train known as Dylan Cease versus Kyle Hendricks.
2: Oh, okay, okay. So it's not as bad as I
1: thought. No, it's not terrible. Sunday, or I'm sorry, Sunday's a day game.
2: Um, yeah. But the lineup, I, I was telling, I mean, when Kevin, Kevin, you were like, the Cubs have the worst team in baseball, right? And I was like, yeah, they do. <laughs> Like yeah, half, they, like legitimately half, the, more than half the roster are like guys who started the year in AAA or were on I think
1: I think they have like this maybe the third best AAA roster right now.
2: And the thing but, I didn't realize the Cubs have been so bad, but I've been like kind of ugh, paying attention to baseball since the trade deadline. I did not realize that the Baltimore Orioles have lost eighteen yep. games. in 19,
3: a row. <laughs> so 19, now,
2: 19 now. Okay, today was 19. Wednesday was nineteenth in a row. <laughs>
3: They're pushing up on their own nineteen eighty eight little uh, side record that they start. They started the season with whatever twenty three straight losses. There, yeah, like right. twenty two yeah. or twenty three. Uh, yeah. oh, ridiculous!
2: Shout out to friend
1: of the Not show. How the Mets
3: have been since the trade deadline.
1: Shout out to the fat, big friend of the show, Bruhan Luke. Don't forget that Billy is back real real soon. Yeah, and I mean, okay. That, and you know what? All jokes aside, it's just going to be nice that they're going to actually have their actual playoff roster in place. All healthy, knock on wood.
2: You know what? I'm uh, sorry. I laughed. Luke, I saw this stat earlier for Laurie Garcia. Luke, look up the stat. Where are the Sox record with Billy Hamilton and without? Yep. Let's see who the real uh, game changer is.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the Sox are sitting with a 10 game lead right now over Cleveland. And, uh, you know, old friend of ours here, Nathan says, fans bring up 2005. The Indians almost caught the Sox, but that's different. That was a 93 win team. The Indians team is mediocre, and Savale and Bieber are weeks away. So, all valid points there. Very good points. The other thing that I'm going to ask oh, and Adam Mingle's coming back too. See, the Sox team isn't even 100%, near 100% yet, and we're looking good. Just, yeah, we're looking good. And, um, we got to actually start talking about what we think the playoff roster is going to look like. Cause
2: now it's going to get a little interesting with that. Well, no well, offense to anyone, but I mean, when you have, when you have Garcia, who needs Adam I mean, we've seen the numbers. <laughs> numbers num-
1: don't lie. though. So. I mean, when, when the team <laughs> holds a 73 and 54 record overall, and you've played in 98% of the games because the manager is forcing you in the lineup every game, <laughs> He's stats, aware, like, that's gonna, stats T- like that is going to happen.
2: Yes. T W T W.
1: Oh, he definitely has TWTW. Hawk (laughs) is definitely loving the TWTW on that. But my ask for the people that listen to this show, the people that are watching right now, White Sox fans, it's 2021. The game is very different than what it was in 2005. Rules are different. Players are different. Just it's different. So Consistently comparing any White Sox team of 2005 is just bad form, in my opinion. That 2005 team had a pitching staff that was an absolute fucking freight train. Like, historically good starting four. And they only lost one game in the playoffs. And it was just complete game after complete game after complete game. I don't think we ever see that again. No. And no. I don't think you're
3: doing Well, any- hold on. I mean, he was the manager. Oh, it's true. But here's the funny thing, too, by the way. Uh, a lot of things change. The game has changed. I mean, when the White Sox last were uh, you know, winning the World Series, Feel Good Inc. was released. Lifehouse was still being listened to. The Black Eyed Peas were a thing. Fallout Boy was still rocking, which they still are. But Photograph came out. Look at this. Photograph. Mm. Okay. That's how long it's been since the White Sox had a team this good. And the game has changed. It's different. It's not you're not going to win it the same way you did then. And you're not going to listen to Nickelback the same way you did then. It's just it's just a given. Yeah, I Don't listen still listening to Nickelback at all in fact. I, my bad about that. Breaking news,
2: Cubs just tied the, the Rockies uh, air
1: cuz Trevor Story future Cub is already helping the squad. Like in
2: it was so funny seeing those two stories yesterday, Kevin. The one in the morning about uh, Trevor was like, "Well, if the Cubs come calling, you know, I'll I'll listen." And then like later tonight, night, is like, "Well, the Cubs might not actually like spend
3: anyway." <laughs> <laughs> the, the one from, from <laughs> it was the athletic, was like, yeah. the athletic, serious because what's his name is really good. Yeah, so, um, yeah,
2: Sharvey's sure, he's on it. Yeah.
3: And he had that where the next year, we'll talk about that in a second, where the Cubs are not going to, they're going to do the free agent fire cell thing one more season. Uh,
2: that,
1: was, okay. th- that was a pretty funny series of tweets. But yeah, let's put a comments. ribbon on that, maybe just stop comparing every White Sox team to 2,000. You know what?
2: So I was about to do the opposite. I wanted to do, well, let's go position by position. Who would you rather have? <laughs> I
0: mean, I'm ready
2: I'm, or Canerico? I'm game Pierre. for content. Tadahito, Gucci, uh, you know, Uribe, or, or – no, I guess it would be Uribe or T.A. Yeah, who's at second did... base for you guys? Right now? No, no, in uh, – well, o- five,
1: Uribe, Creedy was at third.
2: Oh, no, yeah. who's at shortstop then? Oh, I'm who's sorry. Uribe, I... no, yeah,
1: Uribe was Tadahito, at
2: short. Tadahito, Gucci was at second yeah.
1: Tadahito, Gucci. By the yeah. way, I
2: don't want to say it because, I mean, the West has been like – they've been fine, obviously. They've been – they've had like – couple of rough patches where like the offense just kind of disappears but you know tim anderson like hasn't played for a bit here in toronto mm-hmm. caesar hernandez has been awful he's been terrible <laughs> just, he, has, just he terrible. had that home run against the cubs he had a, the first couple of games against cleveland and caesar gets
1: a, a little bit of a leash because of his glove his glove's been good consistent mm-hmm. he's a He's a very good second baseman where you, there's not too much worry there. He got a hit tonight, Wednesday night, but um, it's not been good. And I'm very happy to see on Wednesday night in the lineup, they moved him down to the eighth spot, I believe. That's where he needs to live. He needs to live in that yeah, eight-nine. Oh,
0: Away from
2: the top of the order.
1: Yeah, he needs to live in that eight-nine spot. I've been saying, dude, when – like on Friday night, the lineup I roll out is T.A. Moncada – Abreu alloy, probably Grendel, Robert, uh Vaughn, whoever the hell's playing right field, Ooh, and then C and then Caesar.
2: Yeah, no, I have the numbers heading into heading into Wednesday's game for August. He's slashing 182, mm. 289 with a Whoa. 260
1: slug. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean no, and it and it's been a little upsetting because you watch his um like a plate approach, and like some there's that bats that he looks like he doesn't give a shit, and that drives me nuts with players. Like I don't know, I I don't know him. I haven't watched him enough to know like his mannerisms or like his career, but like yeah, it's it's a little brutal, but um, not pretty. That's a good ass lineup though, if you think about yeah. that. that <laughs> yeah, I mean that lineup is <laughs> sick, dude, and. So you get that rolling, and then you also get, um, you know, Dylan Cease has been unbelievable mm-hmm. uh, since the All-Star break. Uh, <laughs>
3: my, guy, my guy has been so good too. Although, Ooh. Ooh. Well, so Cease especially, like, so you turned me on to the, what was it? Uh, Geo's bad in the daytime. Yeah, but he's been good since
1: the All-Star break But too. actually he's not.
3: Splits, <laughs> but actually not, yeah. <laughs> So there's that, and then Cease was apparently bad. What on the uh, on the road? No,
1: Cease was bad, according to people. I'm trying um, to remember Cease, Cease is bad. No, Cease is bad against anybody that's good. Like he's he was labeled uh, a bump yeah. slayer for Absolutely. a long time, and then he came out and just rolled through the fucking Blue Jays, who come into third Wednesday night's game with a run differential of plus one fourteen, and he rolled through that lineup. Like a hot knife through butter. His stuff was nasty too.
3: Um, you Isn't know it weird how these narratives form, though, and then you like it happens. Uh, right. On the opposite of that, and it's almost like, oh, I'm the one that's been saying that he can't beat good teams. He just beat good teams. I didn't see anything. Right. Um, no. It's yeah. Speaking of
2: cease. Speaking of cease and narratives. Um, has there been any talk of you know if he keeps this up? Heading into the playoffs, he's your four starter. Is he? Oh, I mean, I was gonna say, is he game two starter? People have been throwing that out. I've seen
1: that. I wouldn't hate it because then you go Lance Lynn or who, you go Rodon or Lynn. I don't. Do you one. one? No, I. I no, wouldn't, I wouldn't start Giolito game one. I'd start oh. Lin or Rodon, and then I wouldn't mind see. I'll,
2: I'll ask you this question, uh, Zoe, because this is the way. Like I just, uh, I thought of, I thought of a situation right now that could happen, and it happened the other day. I could see like Lance Lynn going out there, the adrenaline pumping, the command isn't all there. He's like at 100 pitches through like four to third, and you have to take him out.
1: Raylo or Keiko.
2: But then, like, what do you want? Like, Chialito going like seven, just that's, game one.
1: Yeah, because that's true. But I don't really see that happening. Lance Lynn has got the most experience out of any of the pitchers.
2: That's true. That's true.
1: Uh,
3: and so I mean, him, so oh, by the way, <laughs> breaking news. <gasps> Thus far, Yumper has the uh oh, lead yeah. in fantastic um Photo yeah his his says did I just shit my pants so that's a good one because I actually did yeah. a little bit I tink a little bit I can't see what it hold on it's good it's yeah good but
1: so that's what that's what's interesting to me when you're setting your your pitching rotation because I think you either go lancer or down with game one and then you go seize and then.
3: The other one. Wait, don't get me, me wrong. You guys long.
2: have a you guys have a great problem.
3: Right. <laughs> We're trying to figure out like what that guy. Who's that guy in left field? He doesn't look familiar. I think. I mean, he doesn't have a jersey, a name on his so jersey.
2: The it's other thing a, with the Sox I, that I've been wondering, and uh, you know, uh, with that series against Tampa, and like looking ahead to the postseason, I know I've said for like the past couple weeks, you guys are the division's fine. You're going to make it to the playoffs. However, and we've seen it this year, like it has been like kind. Of, I, actually no, I I'm not gonna say that. I, I think that's just in my head. I don't know if it's true or not. Have this but I mean normally teams are a lot better at home. Mm-hmm. Now baseball isn't like other team or other sports where you know home field advantage. Like I don't think it matters it, all that it's,
1: it's matter to the White Sox. Well, sure. It's
2: mad for the White Sox. I think right now they're I think they're the third place team from the division leaders, right? Because I think ah. Houston has more wins and I think Tampa Bay has more wins. So like if there's any series right now, they're going to be starting on the road. And I mean,
1: they look lost in Tampa Bay. Like I know I made the corny ass joke, but like they look
2: lost. Something about that fucking roof, man. Because that guy's had troubles just finding fly balls. That
1: that stadium's a hunk of shit. That stadium
2: has to be so fucked because like no one's there. It's you're like in a warehouse. They have the catwalks.
1: You can't look straight up because the ceiling's white. So you, you, lose, you lose the ball in the ceiling every time. It's 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 a brutal stadium. It absolutely is. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough place to play. It uh, looks like ooh, Aaron Bummer is not having a great outing. Oh, how'd that get there? <laughs> Did it? <laughs>
0: Well,
2: did that you? was a special one for all the viewers. So you know, yeah. tune in every Wednesday night to our yeah. live stream. Yeah, <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, no, home field is going to be a big deal for the White Sox. And yes, you're absolutely right. Right now, and with the playoff uh, overview, the White Sox out of I think the division, out of, Houston, out of the division leaders, the White Sox have the worst out of the three division leaders. Yeah, uh, they're chasing Houston by two wins right now. I wouldn't mind going down to the the Houston's a beautiful ballpark, and that short porch and left could only help this White sox team if you know they got a little bit of extra gentleman bumping, but uh yeah, I'm just not a fan of the the stadium in Toronto. It's a hunk of shit. it was a hunk of shit when I went down there. It's still I don't understand Tampa. Tampa what did I say Toronto yeah, oh dude.
3: Toronto's great though Toronto's a great place to go on your honeymoon. To consummate your relationship, um, because I can't think of a worse thing is to go on a honeymoon and and not have sex um, on your honeymoon. And you want to make sure you do that. And if you go to uh, Toronto, you could actually do it and accidentally leave your grapes open. That's different.
2: Holy shit. I did not realize. I know that the Yankees had won. I think they won 11 in a row, 12 in a row, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. The Yankees are now 74 and 52. Holy
1: shit. Yeah, no, Yankees are rolling, man. Uh, they're getting hot at the right time. I like to say that they're burning a little too bright. Might you be know? peaking
2: too early. Too exactly.
1: Early. Uh, right now they got a two and a half game lead in the wild card. If the season ended today, it'd be the Yankees and the Red Sox, which that's not really fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it. actually that would be a sick wild card game. Yankees, Red Sox. Oh one yeah, game
3: no, I one game. Game? I don't know. I like it. I, I would. I mean, if, well, I don't know. It doesn't feel as heated as a rivalry lately, unless you, of course, you get Nick Tortoreo. But that's,
2: no, I, I think it's, it's still there. No, it still has the juice. Yeah, it's, if, it's... if you get them for that, because especially I, I know MLB does a lot of things wrong, but I still do think the what the whole wild card game that's that's still fun. I think that just one game, you you get some really good, you're going to get a good pitching matchup. Shit gets intense because game managers are basically managing like it's game seven. So, yeah, I think the wild card, and I mean, Yankees, Red Sox, it's still gets... That would be a
1: sick I'd watch that game. You know what I mean? And I'd probably bet it too. And they probably, it'd be cool. It'd probably be Cole versus Sale.
2: Yeah. Oh. You see what I'm
1: saying? Like, that's a good ass yeah. wild card game. And yeah, Aaron Bummer just fucking gave up a run in the A's. Sox are losing two to one. Um, did he get out of it? Because I just well, saw Josh Nelson no,
3: tweet that well, is the Aaron Bummer experience. And nope. Patrick Wisdom just tied up the Cubs game in the bottom of the, the eighth inning after they were down nine to eight. He just tied it in up. An air, game. yeah. Trevor Story. Tale of Kevin, cities, Kevin, man. come on. Is that? Oh my bad. I'm an idiot. I was. I thought that was put, the previous.
2: The, put the screen. Put that uh, picture up again, Kevin.
3: <laughs> yeah. Did he shit his pants? <laughs>
1: we're really nervous over here, but possible. Oh wait! Breaking news,
2: Baltimore. Really? They've tied pants it. A little bit, Baltimore can break their uh losing streak.
1: Who are they playing? The, the Angels. Oh, uh, well, if you're gonna do it,
2: they have the bases loaded, <laughs> nobody out in the eighth inning. Classic
1: Angels. <laughs> oh, go for it. Let's go. No, I
3: want, I want to break the record. Go for it.
1: Uh, Cubs yeah. nine to nine. I'm glad I, I've been betting the Sox over a lot lately. I did not bet it today, thankfully. So
2: you could, you could, you know what, bet the Sox team over this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the, the over will be pounded very hardly. This, especially, this you know what,
2: because, you know, I, I like Keegan Thompson. He's like one of the AAA pitches has come up and hopefully he can be something. But like, they're still, like, these are still young guys who don't have the experience and like they don't have the command yet. And like they're, they're throwing like 80 pitches in three innings and they're out of there in the fourth. So they're going to get to the bad bullpen and then you guys can just go to eat after that. So you guys could like tee off on uh, Trevor McGill and I don't know who the fuck else. Is up.
3: <laughs> uh, breaking news as well. Jordan Wogu just robbed a dude of on a sick catch. He probably had his entire shoulder above the bright uh, the left oh, field yeah. What a rob right there for the. You Pelicans. hear
2: that? Zell? you know who that is? No. <laughs> Future stud for the Cubs. Again, we're Peter. back in the we're back of the M.I.L.B. clips here for. Oh, all right. <laughs> minor league baseball watching
1: right now. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell you guys a lot of times when you're talking about it I'm not very well versed in the Cubs farm system Kevin Kevin well, you, know you know what you do the
3: you can't tell the difference between who's on the Cubs anyway like yeah. if we, Jordan Wolcott oh yeah he's probably the left fielder for the Cubs Kevin,
2: the- uh, Kevin we have to we have to sneak in a fake name from like here into like next year just go, oh yeah, this guy
3: that. this guy did this and- like this and- Jack Kerouac hit a double it's <laughs> fantastic.
0: <laughs> I well, yeah. he Jack play, Kerouac, play. I'm not, yeah. Ernest
3: Hemingway and left that's really cool. Oh, you know, Ben Dover pitched 5 schools yeah. in.
1: I'm like, "Oh, let me google him real quick." all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. speaking of Googling
2: players. Of players, <laughs> of Googling players uh, MLB pipeline updated their Cubs uh, top 30 <laughs> prospects yesterday because Keegan Thompson or no, Justin Steele graduated cuz he's pitched enough innings now where he's not considered a rookie or something. Mm-hmm. Or Definitely. it was one of them. They got they got they got two <laughs> names confused though. Because they put, instead of putting Justin Steele or Keegan Thompson, I still don't know who they're talking about. They put oh Riley my God. Steele. And if you Google Riley Steele, that's a porn star. Riley Steele is indeed an adult film actress. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody, and, and our boy, Kevin, you brought him up earlier. Uh, Sadev Sharma from uh, The Athletic. He's like, do not Google this name dude, <laughs> and dude. on a work computer. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Yoan Mankata just old laid the shit out of a ball, so now there's bases loaded. Thank God TA was backing him up.
2: Can oh, we talk man. about the Yoan Mankata hate and how he's on a 12-game hit streak? I've never seen a guy get so much hate while
1: he's in the middle of a 12-game hit streak.
2: Not only that, I think 12 games he's reached base at least two times.
1: And the funniest thing is just... Like the reasoning people had, I mean, there's White Sox Twitter. Like some people just don't like them. Whatever, I get that. But like, if you go into like White Sox Facebook groups where older fans live, <laughs> oh, oh man, I mean, they they might as well just come out and just be like, I'm racist, and this is why I don't like Yoan Mancata. and like. Some of the other stuff they say too is just like maybe if he spent more time working on his <laughs> swing instead of making them music videos and rompers and shit, he'd be hitting a little bit better. He's hitting twelve games in a row. Bro. I like
2: her. I like Herb Lawrence every time Yohan gets a hit. It's like, man, does Yohan Mankata even care about baseball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's like, oh, why is he so lazy? Does he even care?
1: I mean, and He's you got to you got to imagine Herb Lawrence still part three with. Uh, the callers he gets for the score, those are the people that are in Facebook groups. <laughs> yeah. And so like Herb probably hears it all. And I uh, give him him and a lot of the guys at the score a lot of credit for being able to, you know, bite their tongue on a lot of shit because I mean it's
0: you can't hard. curse. In your hair. That's and hard.
1: Jose yeah. Ruiz just walked in a run.
2: Hey. Oh, I mean it's Jose. I've learned one thing from White Sox games. When Jose Ruiz is in the game, you guys are down or you guys are about to be down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or or Tony just doesn't give a fuck. Like Tony's just what like. What was the uh,
2: score of this game? What happened, guys? It was, was it one. Bummer? It
1: was one to one. They brought in Aaron Bummer, and oh. he started walking people and giving up these little bloop shots, and now and then Yoan Moncada laid a ball to get the bases loaded, and then Ruiz walked the next guy, and it's bases loaded with two outs, and it's three to one Toronto, Toronto in the bottom of the eighth.
2: I'm upset that none of these guys are Boba Shot.
1: Yeah, no, Bo's Bo had a rough series against the Sox this this go around. Dude, he swings so violently. He does. Every every swing is
2: just I like, mean, we saw it, we saw it with the Javier Baez missing that changeup at like fifty feet. On, like, actually, we, need to, we
1: need to put that picture up while we talk about it. Yeah, that, but that
2: but like the when we were talking about the, the Bo Bichette strikeout against Craig Kimbrell, he did it twice. Those were prime Javier Baez
3: swings. I was like, holy shit. Bob is fet, baby. Every <laughs> time you see that, although by the way, all I think is bubble fat. Like, <laughs> like, I hear oh, Boba Fett, and Boba I think Shet. Boba Fett. Like, whoa. I mean, Boba that would Fett. be, for
2: uh, be our really Toronto good. viewers, would you guys buy that shirt? A Boba Shet, Boba Fett-themed shirt? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Yeah,
1: cool. Hold on. I'm, I got the Javi swing. We're going to break down this Javi oh. swing. That Javi swing was hilarious. <laughs> I only got the picture. I don't have the video. By the way, oh, Mets fans yeah. are
3: already done with the Javi Baez experience. They don't have time for it. Uh, like Cub fans apparently do. Just today, I mean, today he 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 got doubled up at second, forgetting how many outs there were. Again, high baseball IQ. Javi, it's that Javi. is the high. high. Forgot, how many, forgot how many outs there were on a routine fly ball. <laughs> center, he's doubled up at second. And then literally two outs later, of course, the, the Giants start and KB walks up and hits a game-leading home run. Um, like it, You couldn't have two All different things. Right. this talk right about here this. is Javi by his experience right here.
1: The ball was- is in like... Joliet. Is that just the
3: picture or the video? Yeah, it's just the picture. The picture. Oh, what, yeah, I'll the, I'll, the what we're the not ball. paying attention to, besides the baseball, is how calm this pigeon is over here next to the DraftKings sports book, right That's there on the screen. There is a there's a pigeon. No in the but the baseball looks like it's actually coming off his bat after he hit the baseball. That's For how those of
1: you it. wondering how Ruiz got out of it. He got a ground ball, so it's three one going into the ninth. But uh so this ball is in basically Joliet. Javi's in Chicago. <laughs> And he, someone said he could have swung three times and still been early on this
3: Bugs Bunny swing. Yeah, Yeah. Bugs Bunny swing.
1: He he bugs. He could have Bugs Bunny swung that. Is all right. Although you go ahead and get the uh, the video. Yeah, I'll put it in here. We'll Um, do we'll do a proper breakdown. No,
2: speaking of bias and the Mets, though, like you know, bias obviously they're getting like the bad of Baez and very little of what makes him anything valuable. Very little of that, like his first game, that's the only home run he's hit, but. At oh, least the Mets can be like, "All right, thanks, Javi. That was a waste of two months." Francisco Lindor stuck there. Francisco Lindor, like Francisco Lindor, has like a six hundred op. I did not
3: realize how yeah. bad. Francisco
1: yeah, my Lindor fantasy team, all the
3: time. who did
1: not make the playoffs, knows how bad Francisco Lindor is. Ben.
2: All right, man. Putting in this video in.
3: So here's the funny thing too about uh, like, again Mets fans. This is the funny part about like the Javi experience, right? Mets fans, the other day, uh, yesterday, I think it was two days ago, Javi had a really cool slide where he slid to the inside of the bag and the tag was late because he slid to the inside of the bag. Mm -hmm. It was a good slide. And Mets fans are like, and what the fuck's your point? Like, okay, you slid, like, they don't, they're not that easily entertained by one cool thing that doesn't. It's that, surprising because the Mets have just had a lot of losing teams, just nothing to be excited about. They want nothing to do with it. They're like, ah, eh, cool tag. I don't give a shit. That's a routine play. Let's go. What's going on? You're like, oh, you can't hit a ball. oh Like they're like, they're, I, I, I feel like Mets. I, Long's showing a lot of good
1: stuff in this change. Oh, my goodness. Goodness. That's just not picking the ball up. That's right. Out of
3: the hand. He's legitimately. He's. he's, heard, he he's heard, someone that's someone in the, the left field bleachers right now. <laughs> Like I've seen worse swings from high school freshmen. I've seen listen worse the, swings from high school freshmen. Listen to that again. Sammy Long's showing a lot of good stuff. And this change, oh <laughs> my goodness. That's just not picking the ball up. That's right. Out of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> his, head. his head is in the
1: dugout. That's a, wow.
3: Uh, that hilarious.
1: That's like when you're teaching a little kid how to swing a bat. And they just grab it and just start swinging as hard as they fucking can.
3: Now, miraculously, he did walk on that at bat. So let's we give credit where credit due. That was his 17th walk of the 2021 campaign. Nah, his second walk as a Met. But, I mean, he's on. But great But see. Pace.
2: This is why I don't care because you know, as much as we shit on Javier Baez, and you know, go ahead, that's fine. Javier Baez still did a lot of good through with the Cubs, and I'm glad he did. But right now, things are not looking good for the Mets
3: or Javier Baez. Hold
2: on, play that one more time, although.
3: <laughs> Sammy Long's showing a lot of good stuff in this change <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness.
1: <laughs> that's just not picking the ball up. That's right, out of the hand. That, I guy nice want, that guy wants 300 million dollars. I mean, I want a million dollars. That guy wants 300 million dollars.
2: All right, so do you want 300 million dollars?
1: Yes, I do want 300 million. So, like,
2: what actually, I want 301 million dollars. But see, like, that's the other thing it was like, people are like, oh, like, what, like, he's not gonna get it. Who cares? <laughs> I know, but it's just,
1: it's, it's, it's funny to me that it's funny because, like, you're not somebody told him,
2: or somebody, to yes,
1: yeah, somebody told him. That's a good starting number.
2: <laughs> well, look, he saw, he saw what the Mets did with Lindor. He's like, hey, Mets.
3: Huh? Yeah. It's the Javi Baez trade when they were three and a half games in first place. The New York Mets are six and 18. It's
2: all Javi Baez. He's
3: played all those games, but he's been in that clubhouse. He has had front row seats now, now to a because... first place team epic meltdown in one season. I don't give a shit if it's his fault or not. He's mush. Uh, you know what? Worst case, he's mush. That's bad luck. That's bad juju.
0: Just
1: because you're my guy, I'll, I'll ask. And what are the Giants since Chris Bryant went to the Giants, Kevin? Uh,
3: I got to count real quick because they just beat the Mets again. So, ooh, that's going to be a tough one. Let me pull that up. Uh, that'll give me a second here because I didn't. I was thinking of guys
2: who've been bad after the trade deadline. I got the the
3: Rizzo too. Oopsies.
2: Yeah, yeah. Anthony Rizzo has like a 500. He's been worse than Caesar Hernandez. Yep. It's
3: incredible. He's a good clubhouse guy. When he struggles, he doesn't take everybody else down with him. No, I'm Who's just glad he's. I say that out loud. My bad. All right. So they're one 0 one two, or one one. He did a lot of that for those three years that they won.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> again, th- things are great when teams are winning. Teams are uh, things go bad when teams are losing. And yeah. <laughs>
1: They, things go completely under a microscope. If the Slacks
2: were so. uh, bad this year, uh, we wouldn't be all, uh, you know, oh, everybody loves Tony. So.
1: Yeah, this show would be completely <laughs> different if both teams sucked. Be
3: very aggressive.
1: Trust me, we did it for two years.
2: Oh, no. no, You know what I was thinking about uh, other years that the Cubs have been like kind of good or like kind of good, but the Cubs and Slacks just cannot be good at the same time. We've right. only had it, well, like 2008, They we both went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. uh 2020 they both went to the playoffs that short season but other than that 16, and
3: 16.
2: it's just like only either socks are good cubs are average or just bad cubs are really good socks are average or bad mm-hmm. can't we can't get anything like synced up here by the way it's the annoying.
3: newer giants since the kb trade the giants are 17 and 6 chris bryant has five home runs in 20 games his ops is i think uh approaching um, now upper 900s no, it's it's now,
1: before people start lighting it up in the comment section a couple things
3: yes we're aware that the
1: Giants are a better team than the Mets yes we're aware that the schedules were vastly different yes we're aware of everything that you're about to put in there but the fact that we matter remains that we told you guys that we heard that Javi Baez is not a great locker room guy and for him to go to like Kevin said to be on two first-place teams completely melting down.
3: What if I were to tell you that Javi Baez wasn't watching in-game replay, like he said he missed out on? What if I told you that instead of watching in-game replay, he was crushing McDonald's? What if I told I, you that? I'd love for you to say it, Kevin, because I, I hate that you just dance around. Just say it. It's fine. Chris
2: Bryant what isn't is on the team anymore. What it doesn't matter.
3: You, say it. I told you that he shows up late to work and misses meetings? I don't know. Although he is saying it. Let him go. I said, what if? It's that well, no. She's like, like, "Oh, what, what if, like, if
2: say it be like, if, hey, if
3: Carter got the." Ejection. I know
2: that Javier yeah. Baez, like, uh-uh. he's cruising,
1: man. He needs to start... God damn all... it. We lost all though. Yeah, and the White Sox probably lost this game too. Vaughn just oh. hit into a double play. Uh, look, Javier Javi
3: Worst Case is a mush. He's mush at Worst Case. He's mush. He's bad luck. He's bad juju. No. Look, the only the common denominator, If you look at the math, Yankees are flourishing. I know Rizzo was also isolated out. Hey, out with KB in the clubhouse. No problem. Nets are falling apart. House. What's common that way? If you do the math, they're like, wait, who, which one was, of K- Oh, there's one person that's been a part of the collapse twice. And that's where you can go with it. The math works. And worst case, he's bad luck. Best case or worst case, best case. He's bad luck. Worst case. He is what, well, he's the black cat. He's, mm-hmm. he's the guy that <laughs> makes sure that he gets his own and nobody else around him improves. He's not so- the guy that, and helps people with their swings in the cage. Other, Does anyone want his
2: help? Did you see that swing, Kevin? What if Who wants his help.
3: You? <laughs> he One thing, and hates old people. What if I told you that? No just kidding. I, I need to even, get. I don't even know if old you, people either. I need I to get
1: this off that. my chest. I don't like dogs. Kidding. It has come. It is time, and I want oh. to explain what this means. This Uh oh.
3: So Wait. Let me tweet uh, out
2: that there's breaking news coming. Okay, so
3: he can, oh, he's pushing that button. So hold on. Hold passed.
2: on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Southside outside so special hey. announcement. Turn your button. Special this White Sox. White Sox announcement. People are gonna be pissed.
3: Really mad. Live. Live <laughs> in all caps. <laughs> live. Uh, what is Let's get the YouTube
2: link. Everybody listen, subscribe to our YouTube page, Pinwheels and Alley Podcasts on YouTube.
3: We have a face for radio, so there's nothing more attractive than watching us on the live stream video <laughs> yep. yep. All right, here we go. All right, let's uh, tweet that out. <laughs> that was, a, that was a raspy. That was yeah. a all right. We dug, we dug deep. That
1: out. We dug deep. All right. Evening.
3: Extra, extra, read all about it.
1: So let me let's let's preface this. So every once in a while, and it seems like it's usually once a year. Do like there, a super
2: serious voice.
1: There, there is a player on the White Sox that upsets me a great deal, and I tweet about them a lot. And there comes a time in the season. Where I need to take a step back and stop tweeting about that person, stop caring about that person. Just the person's basically dead to me. That is when I slap slap the hashtag done on that person. Once this hashtag has been applied to that person via my Twitter account as Outside Zoe, I no longer will tweet about that person. Good, bad, indifferent breaking news, anything. I hope you all just saw that flash on my screen. That's how close that lightning was. That was (laughs) kind of crazy.
2: They're warning you about this thing that you're about to do. Right. There's no turning back. I'm not rooting
1: against him. That'd be stupid. He's a player on my favorite team. I obviously want him to succeed, but he's pissed me off to the point where I'm done.
3: Hence, hashtag done. So you're not yelling at him in the dugout. In fact, no. you're just letting him go sit down quietly into the corner Yep. while he takes out his little bag, drinks a little water, maybe throws some seeds in his mouth, and you can't even look in his direction right now. You the won't even player, eye contact. The player
1: that I'm talking about is Zach Collins.
0: <laughs>
1: it is official now. Zach Collins joins the ranks of Yomer Sanchez. Joins the ranks the of the Manny, Manny Machado's cousin oh, that or brother-in-law, brother-in-law, brother-in-law or cousin?
2: Uh, brother-in-law? Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Well, we yeah. just call him
3: brother
1: and cousin. Joins the ranks of Yomer Alonzo. Y- yeah. <laughs> y- oh my God. I'm all confused on these guys. Yomer he,
2: Sanchez.
1: Yomer Sanchez and Yonder Alonso. Yeah. Zach Collins. Welcome to the hashtag done Hall of Fame. So again, what this means is, I'm not rooting against. I'm not rooting against Zach Collins. I just will not be tweeting about Zach Collins and or talking about him on this show in any fashion. I'm not going to sit here and rip on him. No more memes. No more frustrated tweets.
3: He gets that peace.
1: No more any of that. I just won't. I'm just done. I'm done. I really hope that Sebi Zavala is the one they go with. And I know Kevin, you broke down the service time manipulations and everything like that. I, I hope Sebi is the catcher that they keep on the playoff roster. And I hope Lord willing, they can get a kid for Zach Collins in the off season. I don't care what type of, I mean, you're not going to get a good prospect for him, but maybe they can get a kid that turns it around once he's in the white Sox, just something for Zach Collins.
3: I mean, maybe they could trade him to the Cubs for uh, their that second baseman they just got there. Um, you want Cody Hoyer back? The short guy. Didn't uh, he just
1: have another score of Yeah, Cody
3: Hoyer's been fucking Dude. nails.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I guess to answer that question, yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> no I just had someone, someone comment under my, I quote tweeted, you're breaking news about yeah. <laughs> They're just like, what? What? <laughs> what oh. was it? Oh. <laughs> it's oh. right here, tune in.
3: All right, the, the, the tweet <laughs> The tweet right. is official. Uh-oh. Oh God, it's done. It's been done. It is finished. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the, the end of the matrix, right?
1: It is finished. The tweet is official. Hold on, I'm going to put it on for our viewers so they can see it. The tweet is official. Zach Collins, hashtag done. Now, thank
0: you, thank you for you taking done? this. Take, thank
1: you for taking this journey with me. I appreciate all your support at this time.
3: No further now, questions. are you no. gonna
2: do? Are you gonna sleep on it? Because the last time you slapped the hashtag done on someone, you went back on it a day later. No,
1: well, that's because I like Nikki Doll as a person. <laughs> you, just,
2: you know what? I'm going to say it, this is nothing against Zach Collins. I've never met Zach Collins. You have met Zach Collins. You did not like Zach Collins since the first time you met him. No,
1: I just, I just <laughs> don't. I just, it's, it's really like. You know, I see the, the charity work he does and all that stuff is very commendable. I think that's great. It's just I'm a big vibe guy. Got a weird vibe off him. Didn't like him right from the jump. You know what? It was the glasses. And,
2: you know, I'm just I'm, – I'm done. I'm, I still I'm, remember – I mean, I don't know if you want me to get into it. So I, don't, I mean, it's not that bad. We didn't, like, trash no. the guy. But I remember that Sox Fest that you went to and you were interviewing some of the players and you were sending us uh, – you know, when you were interviewing them – uh, you know, that's when you first, you met Nick Madrigal. Uh, you know, you try to get, uh, who was, I think you tried, you got a picture with Louise Robert, not a word of English, but it was all right. So I got a picture with him and then you're like, here's, here's the Zach Clowns clip. It was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this was, this was brutal. Well, he kind of like big time me in a
1: way, like, cause you know, I want to like say who I am when I ask somebody a question. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um. You know, Matt Sawaski, people call me Southside Zo from the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast, and everybody else, like Dylan Cease was fucking cool as shit about yeah. it. Uh, Nick Madrigal was cool as shit about it. Like, a lot of these guys were really, really cool about it. And he just kind of was like, oh, cool podcast.
3: <laughs> like, I'm sure he just drink. played it that way you said that. It sounded like he had to shit, but yeah. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> now I, I, tweeted
1: <laughs> I, out, I tweeted out Zach Collins hashtag done, and now people are commenting underneath it like, is he going to Charlotte? Is he not playing baseball anymore? <laughs> <It> <laughs> is,
0: <yeah.
2: laughs> I'm
3: sorry. Here we go. Let's see. We got going to Charlotte for us. Follow Sean, Sean Jankowski, a good follow. Sean, lower score, Janko, big, big Iowa guy, Iowa, another Iowa Sox fan. Joe W. Sox for real, for real. <laughs> Okay, we got Damian Colado. News. Um, yeah. All right, so I just called you. Who's the basketball player? basketball player is from actually Vegas, actually. That Zach Collins is from Vegas. Okay, okay. Um, he was a yeah. Bishop Corner kid, but no, not the basketball player. Everything. Zoe, so you should have just let played. it sit. <laughs> <laughs> I just. answering. Let them, let everyone just. Yeah, everyone actually. <laughs> what is Zoe done No, with?
1: I don't need. There's like a group of like three or four people on Twitter,
2: and I don't know these guys' names, and I'm not gonna like. I need James Fox sliding into your DMs, be like, "What happened to that account?"
1: I'm not gonna like
3: give <laughs> right, them. James Fox slides into your DMs, you've made it. I can I'm tell not you that gonna. One. That's
1: why I'm not gonna give them the the satisfaction of mentioning their accounts. But there's like three or four accounts on Twitter that no matter I could tweet the sky is blue, and people would be like, "Fuck you, you don't have sources," <laughs> and they just jump on me about every single thing i tweet and like i actually one time i was just like well then let's talk about it bud and, like, I looked at the guy's profile. The guy's never tweeted an original thought once. He just retweets One follower. things. And One I'm follower. like, well, I was like, let's talk about it, buddy. What what don't you like? And he's like, I'll, well, some of us, there's a group of us that'll never forget. I go, never forget. Well, won't you forget? He's like, we'll never forget who you said you wanted on the White Sox. And I was like, is there someone in particular or uh, what's going on, bud? Do you like, I'm now I'm digging in. I'm like, does this guy just need a friend or what are, what are we doing here? And I was like, well, who do you think? This was right before the trade deadline. I was like, "Well, who do you want the White Sox to add, Bud? Like, who? Let's talk about it, friend." And he's like, "A relief pitcher." I was like, "Okay, anyone in particular?" Haven't talked to him since.
3: You know why? <laughs> you know it, it's it's uh, it's your parents' neighbor. He's he got on Twitter. <laughs> First of all, Henry doesn't have a computer or a phone. <laughs> um,
2: you know what's the most do thing? about when you when you, you go to someone's it? profile page, it's not you know. Kevin, you mentioned the like the one follower thing. That doesn't yeah. even annoy me. The, the The most annoying thing is when you go zero tweets, but it's just like they they're just reply guys, being dicks. They, they they're just a, reply a, guys. It's so fucking yeah. annoying. No, no, no original tweet, like you said, Zo. They've never tweeted anything, but they have like thousands of replies.
3: Make that a warning to you, yeah, dog. Welcome to the world of being followed by a blue check mark, where random people yes. with one follower with accounts created in August of 2021. Mm-hmm. Only comment and but, post nothing but troll every single. I will say tweet though, tweets.
1: There are days, man, where I just have the energy, and you know what? I do. I'll make time, and I'll fuck around <laughs> and find out, and I'll just start talking and talk to you because some of these times, these guys just need a friend. Perfect. They just need somebody to talk to. And Did like, they ever hey, tell you hey.
2: what was the guy that they were mad that you wanted? No, he never told me. And I want to know. <laughs> I want to know who else is in this group. Do they
1: have meetings like once a week? Is it catered where they just talk about like bad takes that I've had? Cause
3: I don't It's a like, Zoe support group. It's yeah Zoport group by the show way me, Show I mean, me on the
1: doll where these takes touched you. Like I don't, I don't get, I don't get <laughs> what's going on. Like
2: where did Rick Hahn hurt you? Point to the doll.
1: Right. I just I don't get it. Like and so I by mean, the way, some,
2: shout out to shout out to Alex who uh, kind of called um Adam <laughs> Frazier being overrated because have you seen his numbers with the Padres? Yep. Oh buddy. <laughs> I think he's been worse than Caesar.
1: I just <laughs> I always thought that was uh <laughs> Dr. Zoe. There you go. Doctor Zoe, that's a new name. That's a new one.
2: Add that to there, the Zoe, there
1: you go. go. Not Tell no longer father Zoe. Uh, Doctor
3: Zoe. Well and no, they, they
2: can be they can be in for confessions, though. You're, you're there, Ooh, to there you
3: to go. <laughs> you go actually on. spoke at a at a symposium a few weeks ago with uh, a fellow guest, Dr. Leo Marvin. You have it down. You're part of the Dr. You're
1: part Leo of the, Marvin.
3: Part of the circuit, really, right now at this point.
1: Um, but, so the Frazier thing to San Diego was always a weird. It was a weird transaction for the Padres for me when you trade for a player that you don't really have a need or a fit for. I just I don't know I, the whole thing was weird from the go. I'm not trying to excuse it. Like his numbers have been shit since he got out of Pittsburgh, but like I don't know. I, I still feel like that's just that was just a weird deal all around.
2: Um, I'm not. I really, obviously I'm a Cubs fan, but like you know you have to like seeing what other oh. teams do, and you know this past off season, all the moves that the Padres made. Mm-hmm. I kind of, on the inside, I kind of hate that things are just falling apart for them because I guarantee you this offseason, when the Cubs don't do shit, we're going to hear like the runs like, oh, well, I mean, like, just because you go for it all the time, you know, look at what happens to the Padres. It's like, just because one team fucks up and they have a whole bunch of injuries, it doesn't mean that right. you can't go for it.
1: Right, I feel it's- like
2: that's going to happen.
1: And also, shout out to the Padres for firing your pitching coach with like 30, 30 days left in the season.
2: Come legend, come legend, Larry Rothschild.
1: That'll yeah. really that'll right the ship. That was that, that's it's like,
2: yeah, it's his fault that you know they had the best pitching staff through June or whatever, and they've been mm-hmm. shit for the past two months. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's his fault. It's his fault that you guys signed Jake Arietta.
1: <laughs>
3: Dude, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> The Cubs, the Cubs are a train wreck on that, and that, that that regard too. It just is. Nah, this is going to be fun, uh, especially with what they were talking about. Where the idea that they're going to be pulling a small market Pittsburgh Pirate, which is basically go out and sign a bunch of players that if you hope they pan out at the all at the uh, trade deadline, you then fire sale them again for just additional draft picks over and over again. That's what a small market team does. That's what the Pirates have done. They sign a bunch of players, minor league deals, and when they pan out, they deal them off for some you know some. Additional picks. I mean, the more picks and more the, the more chances you have. You know, you, the more darts you can throw in the air, the more legs you can hit. So
2: that's literally nope.
3: what they did. Yep. Year and,
2: one of the rebuild back in twenty twelve.
3: <laughs> but again, problem, not dude. a rebuild,
2: not a rebuild, Kevin. That that the most expensive,
3: most expensive tickets in Major League Baseball. You're gonna oh you're my gonna, god gonna throw out. They say the Pirates. Sorry. I mean, you want to charge those prices? Well, no, can. Like, like, no one came. By the way, I'm glad. I, I don't, don't want to skip dinner. I don't want a steak dinner at a place that charges me 100 bucks, and they drop a McDonald's beef patty on my plate. Like, that's not, that's not okay.
1: Breaking news the Orioles won a game.
0: Woo! Son
3: of a bitch.
1: Did you bet you against know, them?
3: No, I'm just, but that is the rule of betting was when a team's on a losing streak, you keep betting them until they win. Like, you actually ride the streak. That's actually right. uh, See, a good bet, of Are my, You betting um, like
2: on the Ravens preseason?
3: <laughs> right.
2: See, I feel like that's too late because once you bet them, they're going to lose
3: who like us uh, Ravens, yeah. Once
2: you, it's too late now because they've won like 20 preseason games in a row and like, everyone's on
3: it now just keep playing it but yeah if the, if the odds are bad you just you take the team that keeps losing
2: um lose, but speaking, of losing the, speaking of the cubs being bad and the antennas i'm glad i'm glad that people aren't showing up good like that's really like you don't you don't have to support a shitty product yep. don't go stop going thank you like that's good, good. yeah you shouldn't go some as the it's, it's a triple A team. Nothing against the guys playing. They're, they didn't make these choices. No, they're they're playing their asses they're off. Playing, you, they're playing the yeah. They're playing full asses. They just don't have talent. And you know what? It's not I'm their glad, fault. I'm glad the attendance just pull them.
3: That's, That 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 hurts Ricketts where he actually gives a shit, mm-hmm. just write his little boner pocketbook. That's Scrooge Rick Ricketts turd but, bucket. Like, look, look
2: at the Bulls. Bulls since they, they lived off the Jordan years for like two decades. What, what happened, happened like uh, a couple years ago? Spanish? Just stop showing up, and then, bam. Mm-hmm. Next off season, Garfield, you're fucking gone. John and we're throwing you in the basement. We've got a brand new team, so that's thing you can do.
3: It's um, a bait and, and switch for 2021 for the poor people that bought their tickets back in May when the team was in first place, and I'm like, this is going to be a special finish. That shit sucks. But
1: One thing don't. I do want to point out as we come up here to the hour and 15 mark, um, Nick Castellanos said he's opting out of his deal. So Jerry Reinsdorf, I know you're listening. Um, Castellanos, Conforto, Marte, and Schwarber, AJ Pollock, Avi Garcia, Chris Taylor, and possibly Chris Bryant are all going to be free agents. There
2: is no excuse for you guys not to actually get a right fielder. Get a
1: right fielder, dude. <laughs> Come on, Adam, dude. He
2: has, mean? He's, uh, he's going to be
3: I playing, playing in China. Because you just, you actually, you legit just said like boner juice word for Cub fans. You said, Brian, uh, Nick Castellanos. Um, Listen, every single one of you Cub fans going, sign Nick Castellanos, that we're also saying, Chris Bryant ain't going to sign with the Cubs because Scott Boris. Guess what? Same agent, meatball. Okay. So you're dealing with, I can't deal with Chris Bryant because he's represented by Scott Boris. Oh, but hi, Nick Castellanos. Welcome to the club. No, guess what? And it's going to cost the Cubs because the Cubs are now on the shit list. Sorry. And on top no. of
2: that, and on top of that, for all the Cubs fans, guess what? Every fucking agent they're going to want to sign, they're going to cost money. So no matter what, they're going to overpay for somebody.
3: And do you think that free agents watch the Cubs do what they just did and go, "Oh yeah, I really want to be a part of that"? Because look what those guys that just ended 108 years of futility. And, and here's the
2: thing: look, here's the how they thing, were like, treated
3: after not five even years. Like,
2: not even like saying, "Oh, the Cubs are going to do it," but like, yeah, like no matter what they do, even when they do, like actually spend. They're gonna overpay like John Lester. Was John Lester like at age whatever he was, 30, 31? Was was it good to have him sign like was it 156 million or whatever it was? Like, probably really? not, but hey, you have to overpay because you were in that position where you were rebuilding team. So no matter what the situation is,
3: you're going to have to overpay someone. And, and and when you're in that situation, you're gonna overpay, overpay, overpay. And there's bound to be a failed overpay. Because I, <laughs> I think I think I think Lester was I think Lester. Was fine, but I think yeah. Lester no, worked out perfectly. Jason when Hayward had, was he overplayed, and the Cubs yeah. are now latched into this contract. Dude, the projected salary for the Cubs in 2022 is like 47 million dollars? Jason like Hayward do 25 million of that. <laughs> like, it's incredible, and he, uh, there's he has a no trade clause. He he is unmovable unless he wants to go. So like the only way to get Jason Hayward off this roster and not pay him to be a 187. <laughs> guy that plays pretty good defense but yells at people when they hit you know a double for you um with a green light and so you have this guy that is just grumpy a little bit and he's not the guy that's he doesn't a, he's a good he's a good dude he's grumpy i'll just say that he's a good dude he's grumpy he's just grumpy. i mean you're not um, going to
2: be happy when you suck
3: <laughs> well that's the thing he's grumpy yeah and that's that's i i again when he he got on kb it was
2: you know was, and you know what the more sad but, thing is kevin like look at jason Har- if jason, Har- if jason Har- was just average like, Jason yeah. Hayward didn't even have to be – If Jason didn't, didn't even have to, like, okay, like, yeah, we paid him this money. We expect you to, to develop into an MVP caliber player or, you know, be a multi-year All-Star. No. Like, literally, the Cubs could have won a lot just more. Just be decent. He, just be Hit average. your body weight.
3: Hit and your body he weight. he just
2: – oh, my God, did he shit the better. Yeah. He's,
3: <laughs> he's not, still
2: he's got body, body years.
3: <laughs> If you're a Major League Baseball player and you're making $20 million a year, I hope you're hitting your body weight because unless you are, you know – you know, uh, a sumo wrestler, there's no excuse because you should be hitting at least two twenty. Sorry. Not sorry. Or something That's something. And defense is great, but defense from an and outfielder it's not like a catcher. You can only have a defensive catcher that can't hit for shit. I'll take a I'll take a David Ross that hits one eighty right. that makes a guy like John Lester comfortable. You don't have a guy in the outfield that hits like a backup catcher. You can't have that. That that is a that is a roster black hole that sucks all life into it and completely changes existence. They are a hundred percent a product right now. This uh, Jason Hayward's contract, when we go back and we do like the, the the, uh, autopsy and like maybe 10 years down the line, people are going to look back and they're going to know that the Jason Hayward contract might've been the single largest driving factor in why the Cubs broke up and blew it all up or, or could fail to get a good bullpen when they could win it without like, you know,
2: with- like don't like, do even take it the time to, like, oh, they could have used that money for that. If again, if he was just average, they would have won a lot more because <laughs> you wouldn't have been like, fuck, who are we going to put in right field? Because this guy has like a 550 OPS mm-hmm. and he hits like two double plays every game. Um, and the other thing, it's going to like, speaking back, like going back and, you know, reviewing what the moves were for the Cubs, this, like, Love Theo, but this was Theo had yeah. the Carl Crawford for oh, the yeah. Sox, yeah, yeah. This was be his best.
3: Carl Crawford for the Cubs. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and and that makes it even worse is the fact that again, you have also an owner at the same time is trying to pull up as much money out of his product as an investment as possible as well. So like it goes, it 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 actually is like the perfect storm of blowing up something that could have been much better. And and Hayward, by the way, let the record show when Theo made the move, Jason Hayward. Was never this bad.
2: Never. There's, it's
3: never the same thing
2: with Katana. Katana, Katana. Katana was just being average.
3: Right. No, you got to no, get, no. I don't blame it. You know, just something happened with it. He just, the, the, the downgrade was bad. They figured him out. His so, defense never laughed.
1: We were talking about bad acquisitions at the trade deadline. An acquisition that has not been bad at since trade deadline. Kyle Schwarber is batting 400 with a 529 OBP since joining the Red Sox. He went two for three tonight with the pair of singles. He's playing so well that Alex Cora feels like he, quote, must get him more at-bats, and he's going to start him at first base tomorrow. Kyle the- Schwarber
2: so, mo- so much money I'm happy for him. The Cubs, I mean, they I know.
3: Him for free. They let him walk for free.
2: For not- mm-hmm. And the thing was like, yeah, they're gonna, they were like supposedly gonna change direction, but like again, they they just handicapped the entire team. They, the Cubs never planned to actually compete in 2021.
3: They set um, they set charges in the offseason to blow this shit up in June yeah. or July. <laughs> yeah. They set the charges. <laughs> it was like it was like an episode of 24, and Kiefer Sutherland failed. It was nobody like-
2: was happier about that 11 game losing shit more than So like, oh, thank God, I can like no. just trade everyone now. And people were some of the fans are gonna be like, oh, well, they suck anyway.
3: It was like, <laughs> here we go. Cubs just threw a no-hitter on the road at the Dodgers, the defending world champions, and button. Beep! And know, from some, some, of swimmer, on,
2: some of these former Cubs are gonna get paid. Kyle was gonna end up with like close to what like 35 home runs maybe this year. If he stays healthy through September. With good action too. Like um, you know, obviously Chris Bryan's killing it with the Giants, he was killing it with the Cubs. Uh Riz, I mean Riz has been bad, but like he's winning, so he's gonna it looks like he's gonna have the postseason to at least show out. Um, I mean, by has been bad. I don't think he's gonna get lucky to get anything decent. Um, but could
1: you imagine Schwarber though? If he can field first base decently and could be the first baseman for the Boston Red Sox with that short porch and right field, <laughs> oh my,
3: God. Oh my that's if he tough. can,
1: dude, he can have, it. Could be like a like a whole second career Pop, for him.
2: Poppy 2.0.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, David a,
2: Ortiz wasn't as good early in
3: his career, but yeah. You know, v Bruce never got traded by the Red Sox. People forgot, that David Ortiz,
1: people forgot that David Ortiz was on the Twins.
2: Yeah, David yeah. Ortiz was on the Twins and bad.
1: He was very, bad. <laughs> very like, bad. He was not good at all. Like, he wasn't big poppy until
2: yeah.
0: years yeah, later Sox.
1: on the Red Sox. And this could be what it's happening to brain. You know what? He seems like a good guy, too. Like, I hope it happens for him. Um, but you know, Schwarber, yeah.
3: was in, Schwar- Schwarber was in that that KB Rizzo camp. Like, that, right. that that side of the camp, too. So, like, that's another thing that happened in this Cubs post, you know, the offseason last year was the people that were taken out of the clubhouse were, were, were uh, m- mostly, like, the KB Rizzo, you know, faction. There's always a faction in the clubhouse. That crew, which is the crew that really isn't, like, a party crew. It's just a bunch of nerds, basically. Th- that was it. Like, Schwarber's a nerd, hey, man. Rizzo likes to go out. Yeah, Schwarber is kind of a nerd. He, he Schwarber likes to go out and drink. And he goes to karaoke. Schwarber,
1: Schwarber drinks, dude. Yeah, Schwarber <laughs>
3: likes to go. I, out. I'm, not, I'm not saying in that sense, I'm saying like the nerd stuff though. I bet you Schwarber would love to go to a karaoke jam. Well, I mean like, Schwarber was in uh he was
2: I think he was in he was in choir, he plays in choir yeah. yeah. That's
3: what I'm saying. That's like true, that's true. These guys would these guys would go to like they're not going to the club. And so when you have the groups that go to, like, the, the whatever your activities are outside of the clubhouse, those guys all stick together, and they become, like, a little bit more knit. And Swerver was with the dork crowd, which I'll call It's a dork crowd. Now, now, it doesn't mean they don't drink. It just means, like, they drink it like dork. Like, Rizzo would probably be happy going, like, I'll go bowl a little bit. Like, I bet you he bowls. I bet she's a good bowler. Um, or you know, again Schwarber, I guarantee Whoa, you. Seriously,
1: you. as we're talking about this, yep, Sh- Schwarber just hit a game tying home run <laughs> dead center, in, dead center
3: field in the ninth. The great Schwarbino. I mean,
2: no Schwarber. I, we, I mean, we talked about it in the offseason. Kevin, like we weren't all like we weren't opposed to Schwarber leaving. You were, you were saying how you know it was oh, a fluke at the end, end of twenty nineteen. Um, but like you know, so Schwarber's crazy always crazy, been a guy who's. You yep. know what you're getting. He's not a high average guy, but it's fine because he's going to hit 40 home runs. He's going to walk a decent amount, and you're going to take the good with the
3: bad. Because he, and can- my biggest thing with him was not trading him at high value. Right, like, right, That was it. Like I, I love the dude. Like I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. I because, love like, him. Because like for all
2: these guys, like hey, 40 home runs doesn't just grow on trees. Like that's.
3: Not-
1: you know who he hit it <laughs> off of too.
2: Uh Who are they playing? The Twins. Oh, oh, no. column, oh. A? Yeah, column
1: A. Column B. <laughs> column B. Sorry, Ken. All right, folks. Shout out. All right, I got to go. Let's put a bow on this.
3: This weekend, so we got the Cubs White Sox series again. So Chug, yeah. Chug, bets back on. Zoe doesn't want to do a dolphin tattoo on the bottom of our lower back. So we're good there. Um, Tattoo bets just are, they, this is the place where they come. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get aloha on the Tanger Club. I'm gonna get oh, I'm gonna get aloha to if do. If the a Sox
1: match. win Tatu one bet. game, one game. If the Sox win one game, all those to follow. Yeah, dog. That's two. true.
3: We got that. Going. Five or six. Yep. Five or six. So he has got gotta, 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 well, gotta five get five or six. Five two. six. Okay. Yep. got to be two or three again. I mean, it's, okay. it's pretty easy though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They should two. win two games unless Schwinger gets going. And just owns the series. The yeah, no, sure.
2: Cody Boy locks down your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you
3: know, this, and then the guy that has like no name on his jersey is coming for you. By the way, we're going to be on the 108
2: podcast there. Thursday night. Tune in. I am. <laughs> <laughs> are you
1: what are you not we not to supposed say? to say?
3: Uh,
2: uh, All right, It's fine. We only have like Use
1: seven. Use your time words, time. Kevin. What are we, why are, we to-
2: where are we allowed to say?
1: I'm not there. Uh, tune in Wait, to the 108. Kevin,
2: why are we not allowed to say?
1: Tune in to the 108 podcast tomorrow night.
2: Yes, t- tune in. Two guests are going to join. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. So for Kevin, all the arms out. We'll see you guys next week. Rebuild of the
0: favorites. we here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Lee or Canty, so the whole league that we here now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Spread rumors that might be. be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you waiting for. Yeah, you can put it on the boy. Yeah, every season they get all changed. Take me out to the ball game. This is what you waiting for. Yeah, you can put it on the we